welcome, welcome, welcome back to Planning Phase Syndicate, episode 104. List archetype swarms. Can we analyze them? Or are we not going to ever see a swarm? Plus, store champ review and a little bit about the Star Wars Outlaw trailer. Tonight on our episode, we have more store champs that keep popping up. Um, I don't know how long we're going to cover them, but I saw some unique lists uh, in some of them and thought it would be worthwhile to bring them to your attention as well. With that being said, we also are going to be having a discussion about uh, our to go back to our list archetype series to try to finish that off. You have to forgive me. We kind of put that on hold um, when we had some new points and all these other things drop. And so I want to come back to that and kind of finish that up so we can complete that series and put it out in our Academy 101 segments. Also, we decided that we are going to be doing a little bit of creative list building. Uh, not really, I guess, list building, creative pilot building. Uh, JJ thought it would be fun to put together a couple of pilots based on the Outlaws trailer. And we decided that we wanted to go ahead and build a few pilots that may or may not come in. Um, and I think JJ will tell me mine is too strong. Therefore I can't have it. So that's what he usually does. Um, to begin with, um, so about, a, I think it was a month ago, I made an announcement about my uh, daughter and her diagnosis. And um, if you don't remember, you can go back and watch it. I gave a little bit of a rant discussion about it. And I just kind of wanted to update real quickly for everybody. Um, I have been remaining very quiet on it, but uh, we had a CT scan this week after being on medication for six weeks. And we had some pretty good news. Um, the tumor it has shrunk itself. Um, the outlying not nodes or tumor nodes that they, whatever the hell they call it, they're not quite yet tumors, but at some point could be. Um, those have also shrank um, down pretty much like 50% for all the smaller ones. And then they've also found some actual dead cells inside of the tumor, uh, which means the medication is working and so forth and so forth. So I thought I'd share a little bit of an update. Um, we won't have, be able to share much else uh, for another eight weeks. We have two more rounds that we have to go through, and then we have to wait and do another CT scan. And then we can kind of see where it goes. But at least... We got some good news, I would say, in my opinion. Um, so I thought I'd share that. Good news is always beneficial. Last uh, quick announcement type thing before we get into um, the thing. There is some store champs coming up recently uh, that will be held in Michigan. There is going to be one in Muskegon, July, I think it's the 22nd. And then there's going to be one in the east side of Detroit area at Eternal Games in Warren, Michigan. So I, I know people are going to go Warren's not Detroit, but to me, Warren's Detroit. Like, I don't, whatever. It's just, it's all the same bloody area. It's a two and a half hour drive for me, no matter what. So um, I call Warren Detroit. But anyway, Eternal Games is going to have their first uh, store champ kit as well. And we might be having a Grand Haven one um, in there, or we will be having a few of them in August. With that being said, let's bring in my co-host for the evening. Please welcome Mr. JJ. I think he's wearing a lion's hat. If not, maybe he needs to. Gridiron. 
What's going on, everybody? Happy Father's Day to everybody. I uh, hope you all had a great Father's Day. I know I did. And uh, Chris, I'm glad to hear that uh, there's there's definitely some uh, some good progress with your daughter's treatments. Definitely um, just, um, just hoping that uh, it continues that way and excited to see uh, her be fully healthy again. Thank you. Also joining us is the bench warmer himself, Alex. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing okay. I got all my brakes repaired on my car, so I can actually drive without fear of dying. Well, that's also, probably yeah. a good thing. <laughs> and also, a uh, happy Daddy Day to everyone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For anybody that celebrates, happy Father's Day to you all. So tonight, we dedicate our episode for Pride Month to Magna Tolva, who dated briefly Afra. Like I thought it was longer than that. I didn't. I did not know that. But it was. It was a brief. It was a brief dating, and and also, in dedication to her, she is in at least one of our lists tonight. So exciting, exciting. Um, so hopefully everybody had a good weekend. I did not do much uh, this today. <laughs> we sat around and uh, everybody looked at me. I I got to sleep until eleven thirty. Part of that was because I had a friend come over. Uh, Saturday night and I ate part of a cookie and um, yeah, I slept till about 10 30, 11, maybe 11 30, somewhere around there. I kind of remember. I just, I've never slept more than eight hours typically ever unless I'm sick. Um, but whatever was in that cookie uh, sure made uh, it a little bit easier to sleep. Um, yeah. Special cookie, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, so funny story. I was in the bathroom, um, like uh, cleaning something up in the bathroom because uh, I knew he was coming over and he came in and set them and some muffins down on the counter. And my youngest walked up and said, Oh, cookies. Didn't know I was behind her and like picked the bag up. And I was like, I don't think those are for you. He's like, Andy, why did you bring us cookies? And he's like, uh, uh don't have those cookies, honey. He's like, why? I was like, they're just they're they're adult cookies. Let me let me have those real quick, please. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be any different than when we give her the Ativan for the cancer treatment. Like when she takes that Ativan, holy crap! Like she is loopy loop loopsters. So nice. But yeah, we didn't do much. I I volunteered for a group that I'm part of, a local uh, group for Ottawa County, um, and we tabled at the Juneteenth festival. Uh, so nice. that was kind of fun. Um, I'd never been to a Juneteenth festival before. Um, we don't have, at least on the west side in the Holland area, I had one last year I didn't make. And then it was just kind of a, it's, they seem to be coming up and more popular on the rising uh, for people to go to. And so that was extremely fun. I'd never been before. There was a lot of um, different culture um, aspects represented that I've never you know, different drum type things I've never seen before. It was super interesting. I had a lot of fun. Um, I probably look red. I guess my wife said I, I look burnt today, so um, I don't wear sunscreen typically. Uh, don't tell her that, but um, she doesn't listen to these. So, <laughs> um, but I don't typically wear sunscreen. But yeah, so we I got a little bit of sun, a little bit of sun, but that was fun. I've never been to one of those before, so that was a fun Saturday. Got to hang out with my buddy Alpha, who is more energetic than i am and uh yeah so that was that was really cool being able to hang out with him 
All right. Nobody else had a fun weekend. Good. All right. We'll, we'll move on. I no longer yeah. fear for my life while driving. There you go. <laughs> uh, for me, I, I basically uh, spent the day out here um, locally at the pool with my family, uh, just grilling a bunch of stuff. And uh, my left side has completely uh, given up on me today. Um, so it's in quite a bit of uh, discomfort, but uh, we'll push through. So, Well, that is good. I'm good. Hopefully you're you you make a quicker recovery because you had to go back to work, didn't you, this week? Yeah, uh, my first day back, I had to do three hours worth of driving, and at about hour number two, my left arm was like, "Nope, um, you're not gonna you're not gonna abuse me anymore for the rest of the day." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to get you a cast. My daughter also made me this uh, really cool Sith lightsaber. Um, in in honor of if I ever decide to play uh the new plus game for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I will tell you, the final boss was hard as you can imagine. I did not play it on the highest like difficulty. I was on the 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 one below it, uh, the second hardest. But man, it took me like forty tries to kill the end boss. Like you could get through the first two phases, but man, that third phase. Ugh. I was sad though because you don't get red lightsabers unless you play the new plus game. And I don't know if I just want to replay this game. Just so I can, you know, swing around red lightsaber. So wait, hang on. Do you have to play it at a certain difficulty, or can you just breeze by it like on tutorial mode? <laughs> that I don't know. I guess I don't know. I didn't look at it. I I was super excited Friday night because I I finally beat it, and then I was like, oh, new plus game to get red lightsabers. You can't just continue your game and think, no, nope, you have to play the new plus game. Yeah. So yeah. I started playing Zelda, whatever the new Zelda game is, uh, a little bit. Um. And I don't know. I might be switching up to Diablo 4. I haven't decided yet. I love yeah. the new Zelda game. It's so fun. So fun. It is. It's just, again, time consuming. It is. Like, it is very time consuming. Yeah. But all right. I, how about this? Before we begin, I got a couple of Star Wars jokes for you. For you. Is it? All right. First one. These, and these are from my daughter. My daughter wrote these uh, for me today. What did Darth Vader's teacher say when he was disrupting the class metachlorians jj any guesses i hate sand <laughs> nope <laughs> you need to sith down and ah. be quiet <laughs> <laughs> all right next one why did anakin cross the road to find his missing arm. He didn't have anything <laughs> else to cross anymore. <laughs> oh. Alright. That that's a good that's actually a good one. The answer is to get to the dark side. Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Alright, last one. What did the Star Destroyer wear to the wedding? Arvel. <laughs> I tried. Oh. I don't know what a bow tie. <laughs> oh right. gosh! There you, there you go. There's and, some dad jokes for yes, for Father's Day. <laughs> perfect dad jokes for Happy Father's Day. Yes, love it. It's great. <laughs> I also, they also, ooh, I also got. It was super sweet. I got a um, record player because I don't have one. The one I had died, and it was not like a fancy one, so I didn't want to pay a hundred dollars to repair it. And we found a record player that transmits Bluetooth. So I don't need a separate stereo system. I could just use my regular stereo system and now I can play my records. And I'm super excited because 
I just bought um a bunch of records and now I get to torture everybody by playing my <laughs> records again. So <laughs> nice. All right. So let's begin. Why don't we start with something fun tonight? And that way, if people listening just skip over it if they want the more serious content. We're gonna go ahead and Star Wars Outlaws. That aired. The trailer is about 10 minutes long. We are not going to play the trailer. Uh sorry, JJ. Not gonna happen. Um, <laughs> I do not want to get DMC. Yeah, no, 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 uh, absolutely not. But you can I did post the um the link in the chat uh for the uh the YouTube there. Um if you guys haven't seen it, it is awesome. It's gonna be a great uh game, I think, that's gonna really expand on uh the scum and venom side, which is something that we don't get to see very much of other than probably like what Mando, I think, is probably the only Star Wars content that really expands on the scum side of stuff. Um, so really excited for it and uh decided to um to make a couple of uh inferences from the trailer to make up these new pilots that are coming up here now these are completely um made by us here uh for for your pleasure here um so essentially as we've seen so far between star wars squadrons between uh some of the newer media that we've seen for star wars eventually they do make their way onto the table uh for x-wing so we wanted to kind of um kind of make a, a way to early prediction for what these characters may look like on here for you. So uh, just so you know, uh, these pilots are uh, on a ship called the Trailblazer. Um, to me, it looks like a medium-based ship. Um, I don't know about you guys, what you guys thought. Does it look like a, a medium-based ship or a small base? It's definitely not a small base. All right, yeah. For me, I thought it was a medium base for sure. So, um, so they're not flying a fire spray. Um, so don't don't go crazy. This is not a fire spray on here. Um, so the uh, the main character that we see on here, her name is Kay Vess. Uh, she's the outlaw that uh, that the story follows here. Um, so I had her in this medium base ship um, that has access to a focus and evade, a jam action, and a target lock action on here. Uh, the base stats are three attack, two agility, six hull, three shields. Uh, pretty standard for a medium base here. And I had her ability as while you're attacking or defending, if you're in two enemy arcs, you may change one focus result to a hit or an evade result. And then the chassis ability, I had it as a listen mods. After you fully execute a maneuver, you may gain a deplete to perform a boost action or gain a strain to perform a barrel action. Uh, very similar to what the Thai BA can do, um, kind of sort of, um, just a little less... Um, a little less flexible uh, for what you can do there. Um, it's uh, really good, especially since the, the ship's ability or the ship's main actions don't have a reposition. This gives you access to that reposition at the cost of one of those um, one of those uh, negative tokens they could uh, put on there for uh, for the ship. Fair enough. So I went a little bit of a different direction <laughs> than you did, and I will admit that the the Three agility green is it was meant to be two, not three. This is an okay. FYI. It was not meant to be a medium base with three agility, but I didn't feel like going back <laughs> and recreating exist. this. They, and do <laughs> they do. They do. And I will tell you, I would play test it with the three and see if it's any good. Because you are right. We get that with the those IGs. And I love me some IGs. Um and in fairness, that ship kind of looks a little bit like IG. Like an aggressor? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so essentially, I I gave it uh, two attack, three agility, four hull, and four shields, and then 
They will have something called Desperate Maneuvers, which is three charges, so it can be used three times in a game. Non-recoverable. Um, and Desperate Maneuvers, the ship ability is after you attack, after your attack hits, you may spend one charge to perform a red boost or barrel roll action. So essentially, if you watch the trailer, a lot of what they have is her attacking and then doing these weird maneuvers, which I know is just kind of like a squadrons-based thing, but I thought it'd be kind of fun to add that. Um, K's ability is called Quick Draw. Before you activate, you may take a stress token to perform an unmodded bonus attack. So wherever yes. you are, it's an attack. So if you have missiles, it'll be missiles. I don't think I would equip this ship with missiles. I was thinking it would get the dual cannon slot and we would get a new cannon called plasma um, plasma cannons. But uh, okay. I didn't make a card for that and we're not going to go through that. But that, yeah. would be, that would be pretty fun. Um, I gave her a focus action, a native evade to a barrel roll, um, a boost to jam because I believe that 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 ship has some jamming ability, a target lock action, and then I also gave her a native barrel roll into Calculate. And I don't know how to change some of this information on here because really I don't know if the Calculate should be there because you don't have a droid. Uh, so yeah. that might just stay as a, a barrel roll action. Gotcha, gotcha. I couldn't okay. remember the rules, so... Yeah, no worries. Um, so the other pilot card we had here, um, I kind of did it based on the screenshot that I added on here. So uh, the there's a person that she ends up talking to that's uh, sitting with the uh, the reprogrammed assassin droid that's in the cockpit there. Um, this looks very, very much like Kyle Katarn. And I believe, um, I, I have to double check if he actually is going to be in there. But uh, seeing as he's kind of dealing with her as a handler, I added him in as a, another potential pilot for this uh, this chassis that's coming up here so i had him as an initiative three which is equal to what we have him in the rubble so far um his ability was you may spend a charge to retain all green uh green tokens on the ship he has a total of three charges not incurring at the start of the engagement phase he can spend a green token to remove a red token from a friendly uh at range zero to one so he can either affect himself or another ship that has a red token um and i left it pretty open so this could be a stress this could be a target lock uh this could be an ion token that somebody has um and or deplete or a uh or strain um to kind of help uh make him a little more uh maneuverable or another friendly ship more maneuverable especially when you combine it with the illicit mod um cha uh, chassis ability um that's on the ship there um at i3 he's not going to be acing a lot of people but you definitely got to keep an eye on him on the board there all right. All right. And then uh, going down, this is a picture of the Trailblazer that we had from a previous release there. Um, that's the picture of the ship there. Um, so I uh, I made a title card for this one. Um, it didn't quite all fit inside <laughs> the text there, but essentially this... Um, this card here uh, was meant to have two charges on this one. Um, I kind of based this off of the... Um, the st70 title for the uh the razor crest um but i made some changes to it so essentially at setup you can place a uh, five or fewer cost crew under this card face down and during the system phase you can reveal that card 
um, and it becomes essentially attached to your to your ship, so you can use that crew. Um, at the end, during the end phase, you lose a charge on the title card, and when there's no more charges left, then you have to discard that crew card, and you can no longer use that crew for the rest of the game. So I kind of wanted to give it like. Um, Kind of like a, a a small boost in the crew, and I specifically target cr uh, crews that cost five or less, so that way you can't just magically get the force on your ship um, for two turns. But you do have access to stuff like Lazarazi or Queel, um, or you can do Triple Zero if you wanted to. Um, and there's a lot of different options at uh, at five points for crew cards that Scum can use, and it's a it's a great like throwaway, and uh, and that way you can just discard that card and uh, and use it there. What if he uses L three and she becomes a config? Uh that's that would actually be really good. Actually, yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be awesome. Actually, Sorry, I break things easy. Gosh, I'll be okay with that. <laughs> All right, and then I made a crew card, which will say cost five or less, so it can fit with JJ's card. Yeah. And we call it spooling hyperdrive because that's how he announces. Uh, Indy five is her. Uh, I. Is that, that's not an assassin droid technically, right? I don't know I, what. I think it's a reprogrammed assassin droid. That's that's how I look at it. Yeah, okay, that's what it looks like to me. Because I didn't know if it was an assassin droid. It's not a magna droid, and and, and that's why I just didn't know. I mean, it's They're droid commandos. Yeah, it, it could be. That's that was the other thing. Is it's a it, BX series droid commando? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever that is, I don't know Star Wars. <laughs> Um, so anyway, he yells spooling hyperdrives in the trailer. So I thought, well, you can have a three charge. Obviously, this is how we get our calculate uh, that I wanted earlier. Um, and I, I would love to do like a calculate into a red second calculate. That would be hilarious. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. Anyway, but it says after you defend against an attack that did damage, you may spend a charge to perform a red boost or barrel roll action as if you watch the trailer you see she they're getting shot at and all of a sudden mm -hmm. she does this crazy barrel roll maneuver to get out of the arc essentially is what i'm assuming and um i think it would be very dirty and i think scum needs a lot of help so, <laughs> so yeah. I, me, I actually like it a lot actually i like this card a lot because um it, it could even work even if you died right because you Technically took damage, and if you had Dead Man Switch, you can spend a charge on this to boost into range one of an enemy ship and then explode. Yes. Um, so that <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, damn, we're putting scum only on here. You Chewbacca cannot have this. Right? <laughs> Chewbacca already should... do it in resistance. Uh, what's that? Chewbacca already can do it on the resistance. Okay. Oh, that, yeah, that's right. That's true. I forgot that's about true. that. Yeah. Damn, I, I don't that's remember. an auto equip for me on them. So funny. Okay. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so I thought that would be that would be a fun like crew to have. We don't know a lot about what's going on with this this game. I will tell you the gameplay itself looks amazing. What I could say is two things. It has to have an extremely compelling story and be as good as um Jedi Survivor to really hold any water. Yeah. Or it has to be an amazing um, open world game. And I say that because people want to say Jedi Survivor is an open world game. It's not. It's not really. It's it's it's, it's, like, it's a training. It's a training training wheel um, open yeah. world game. You know, like you can do other stuff outside of the nor the main story, but it's nothing in 
in any way, shape, or form like um like Elder Scrolls or something like that. And all yeah. I can say is if you give me an Elder Scrolls or a Fallout style Star Wars game that I could play on my next gen console, uh you guys probably won't see me for like a couple of months. Like <laughs> I'll do the podcast and I'll just I'll be gone. I'll disappear. I would like to see a collab between you and Nick Sperry playing it at the same time. See what happens. I did actually watch him uh, uh, last night a little bit while we were playing. While I was playing Zelda, I was watching him play and get frustrated playing on the hardest setting for Jedi <laughs> Survivor. The like, comet's supposed to kill this thing. It's like, eh, yeah, well, welcome to wait till wait till later, buddy. This is the easy shit now. <laughs> so anyway, that was kind of fun. Thought we'd do a little a little change up segment, just a little silly for fun type thing. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but. Um, that is, it's it's what JJ does in, instead of drink. So when JJ gets silly, <laughs> this is like J, JJ's silly silliness. Hey, I can't wait, man! Can't wait for it. Yeah, do they give us a release date for it yet? Uh, in twenty twenty four, sometime. Okay. Well, hopefully, it's after um, Adepticon. That's all I can say because <laughs> I don't yeah. need a really good game before Adepticon because I'll never play it. It just won't happen. All right. Shall we move on to some store chants? Let's do it, man. Let's see what the uh, meta brings us today. All right. Wrong button. All right. Correct button. And here we go. So the first one I found was from TC Rocket Games. Uh, They had... Three or four, four and one, or three and ones, and one four and zero. Oh. Um, I believe this is on the West Coast in Washington, but they didn't have. It just said, you know, West Coast. It didn't give me a specific location. Um, San Diego. Is it San Diego? Okay, so mm-hmm. it's, it's not Washington. It's San Diego. All right. Um, so we're gonna see uh, some of the things, and I think the the main thing is your mission points. Even between first and second place, those mission points, there's just such a gap, you know. That's a pretty big gap between them. So even if the other team, the other, the the only other one that comes close is Jomo, um, with his resistance list there, uh, in terms of that. So Jomo's the only one that would have probably been close if they had gone four zero, but uh, unfortunately they did not, and they lost in the last round. So, all right. Alex, which list do you want to cover? Do you want to cover the winning list, or do you want to cover the runner-up? Um, you know what? I'll do the runner-up. Why not? All right. And it appears they only lost by two points. Yeah. So it was a close game. So they had Fen Rao with Lone Wolf, Fearless, Beskar Reinforced Plating, and Mando Optics. Old Terok with Fearless, Marksmanship, Beskar, and Mandalorian Optics. Sarah Sue with Marksmanship, Ion Cannon, HLC. Generally, the Sarah's who I would run. Uh, Lando and the Escapecraft with that high shot and tactical officer. I used to love Lando and 2.0. So fun, so cheap, so good. And then uh, Boss with marksmanship and expert handling, which is generally what I prefer over Dead Man because they can kill a Z95 pretty fast. And then I just take a damage all my surrounding ships. Yeah. Did um so with the with the Lando thing, like wasn't Lando like was it 18 or 21 points or something like that for that yeah, ship? It was, it was yeah. disgustingly cheap. Yeah. Like, ugh. 
And Lando's so good too. Lando does not always die either. So no, he's shockingly tanky. If you don't like, if you just focus up, you re-roll all your blanks uh, by taking a stress. If you're not already stressed, and then you know, if you only have one shot coming in, that's generally enough to kind of keep them around. Yeah. So if you think about it, this is kind of the five shipish list that uh, we're kind of seeing with the coordinator. A couple of really offensive pieces, like a mid-game piece, and then kind of your throwaway objective getter. Um, I love the coordinating piece with Lando, like, a lot. So what, 20 health, though, in five ships? Yeah, it is very low health. Yeah, you are you are right. You have to play really well in order to make this do well. I mean, Sarasu helps, obviously, because you get a re-roll, and Baskar uh, can cancel a crit. Well, all right, think about it this way. Sunfac has four health. Right. People run Sunfac. Dirge, how much health does Dirge have? Uh, six. Times. Seven? Seven. Seven, yeah. So that's seven and four is what, 11? Yep. And then you run Reroll Droid, which is three. So that's 14 right there. Then um, you run Grievous. I get, well, Grievous kind of throws it off, right? Because Grievous has got that extra. So Grievous is He's another seven. seven. That's 21 plus a droid for three. So you're at 24. So you're pretty close with that, right? That's still pretty low. <laughs> yeah. It is. But those those are the things that are somewhat working right now to some extent. I like this scum list. This is something I would actually fly. Um, so why do you like Sarisu with uh, the HLC and Ion over um, uh, over the, the, the Protorps or Plasmas? How about this? What about over Plasmas? I've seen like Zerasu with like Juke Plasma, uh, which is sure. And if you have a coordinator like this, it actually can function. I just like having a self sustaining Zerasu. And at an I 5, it's much easier to do something like barrel roll out of an arc and line up an HLC shot than it is just like bite the bullet and take a target lock and get shot at. Because even if you have a reroll, you can still blank out. And if you range one shot, every one of these ships can like straight up die if they blank out. Yeah, so for me, I think the ion cannon is actually essential in this list. Um, the reason for that is because you have two fangs um, that want to um, control where exactly they're going to engage against a particular ship. And if you're going to guarantee that that ship is only going to do a one straight or one bank, specifically old Tarok, and you can set up his ability to trigger, um, even if they do their ion maneuver and get a focus, they're going to lose it as soon as they face old Tarok. And they're going to eat a range one shot with a, a full fully modded old Tyrock uh, going into them. So it's it's a really good way to uh, set up a, a hammer hit on a particular ship with old Tyrock. And even worse, if you can get Fen Rao in there to shoot five dice at a modless ship, like it's uh, it, it can be really, really good. It's a good way to to lock down a particular ship to set up for the kill for the Fangs. So. Yeah, I think it offers just a nice balance between this ship can hit really hard or this ship can control other things. And you don't really get that with Juke Plasma. That's just straight damage. Yeah. Or Protorp is just straight damage. And on an I-5, if you happen to shoot first, you can ionize them and they can lose their locks. And that's pretty big. Fair enough. All right, JJ, tell us what the winner's list was. It's a four-ship rebel list. 
Yeah, um, I, I was actually really surprised. So Mounty here is flying the Rebel Alliance. He's got uh, the customized Han Solo in the YT-1300 running Chopper Crew with Perceptive Co-Pilot, Bastan, Engine Upgrade, and the Millennium Falcon title. Fen Rao uh, making an appearance here uh, with Predator, Crackshot, and Beskar Reinforced Plating. Luke Skywalker, the Boy Battle of Yadam version, and Keo Venzi showing up with Juke on, uh, on, uh, as equipped on this one here. Uh, a very, very interesting four-ship list. Um, obviously, I think Kyo Venzi is just the um, the objective grabber in this particular list, while Fen Han and Luke are the hammer on here. Um, I got to say, those two I-6s can do a pretty good job of uh, being a good hammer for the Rebels, and Luke can come in and finish them off with a Proton Torpedo. Um, it's a it's a very good way to, um, to really set up shots for Luke to finish off a particular uh, ship um, after they get uh, hit pretty hard by Fen and Han. Uh, so uh, it's really interesting to see that he actually had quite a bit of mission points above everybody else, considering that he's only running four ships. And out of those four, uh, Keo really being the only ship that can um, that can really effectively go after objectives. You could technically do that with Han if you wanted to. If Han got blocked, he can still do Chopper. If you wanted to, to do an objective, um, to, uh, to do an objective thing. grab, but yeah. I think Jeremy Chamley ran this list right when he won a store champ. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or at least something incredibly uh, similar. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, it's still good for, like, assault. Like, Han, you just put a, an asteroid by a, an assault point, mm -hmm. and he just takes it. It's really good for that. Yep. And I guess, yeah. like, Luke can take, like Keo, even to a certain extent, could take a crate. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's not super bad for objectives, but it can hit really hard. Oh, yeah. I think that's my preferred build of Han, too, honestly. Like, usually you'll see that, or you see Trick Shot, and having the fourth die is super nice, but I also like having actions, <laughs> especially if I can <laughs> uh, boost out of everyone's arc, as mm -hmm. an I-6 Millennium Falcon will do. So why not Sabine in the A-Wing instead of Keo? Is it just because Keo gets a native force and could just force evade every turn, essentially? Yeah. And then with crates, you can do that that sloop or the that's the, the, side, the, um, slip. the side slip, yeah. So and it's really good. Yeah, I think uh, Sabine being like tethered to range one kind of hurts her ability to do objectives. It just hits harder. You don't really need that in this list. Gotcha. All right, let's move on to Horn Store Champion Championship. Uh, I believe this is in Amsterdam in the Netherlands somewhere. Not 100% sure, but based on what I saw, I think that is. Uh, they had three three and ones and one four and oh. The first list that we have is a Empire list winning, which is similar to what we've seen before uh, with Rack, with Ruthless, Vader, Death Troopers, and VTG. Um. VTG is a little bit different. Usually we see Agile Gunner and maybe some sort of a bomb. I think VTG is, I guess, probably fine, but you're going to run Rack a little bit differently, I think. I don't know. And yeah, maybe Rack is just your distraction, right? You know? Yeah, you're putting Rack in a lot of dangerous spots if you're trying to get both shots off with Rhetoric. Yeah. Gary. Yeah. yeah and and it, even then, you're probably only getting. I mean. Okay, so if you have your, your arc front to back and you ram rack right down the center, um, if somebody tries to like fly past you, 
you know, you can potentially bump the guy in front of you. They can't go anywhere. And then the guy that flies past you, you could potentially get that. But I don't see that happening maybe more than once a game. Right. And if you're running front to back too. like all they have to do is turn in the sides and that just kills your reinforce too. So you have to like run inside to side. So you still shoot the people trying to flank you. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm not seeing that before. I think that's a different take. I would have to see how somebody sets it up and runs it, I think. But then there you have Captain Jonas, Tomax, Bren, and Major Reimer, all with Saturation Selvel, Barrage Rockets, two with Bomblets, and one with Ion Bombs. Um, and then Lurir in the Interceptor with Lone Wolf targeted computer and sensitive controls. Somebody likes their sensitive controls. I, I think on Lurir it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that, in this like, list it's fine. That essentially like a backside slip with the, the barrel, the bendy barrel roll backwards, and then too hard away is disgusting. It's like a tiny echo. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's probably why people are running. So I'm I like it. On the, sorry, I was I'm interested in the lone wolf part of out because you have points for like enduring. I'm just so um, so obviously, you know, the rest of the list is a little more aggressive, right? Because you got Rack that wants to go down people's throats and try to try to get Death Troopers and uh, the VTG. Um, Lorir for me, like if I'm playing objectives, I'm definitely gonna play one objective all the way to an extreme, right? To extreme side of the corner, um, where you're going to draw everybody else to the center. Um, so if you're going to keep one objective like out to the side, you keep the rear basically sensitive controlling like back and forth crab walking in that corner, controlling that objective while the rest of your ships are going after everybody else. So you're going to have to dedicate forces to go after the rear or deal with the three saturation salvo bombers with wreck. So I, I, I think it's it's a it's an interesting dynamic for the list. Can't you just so. set? like one objective significantly closer to the other objective and then just shoot both things, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I, I understand it's a super dedicated, like, um, objective runner, but I don't know. I, I feel like enduring would come in handy a lot more than something like one wolf, but I also yeah. didn't want to start champ. So it's, especially <laughs> with uh, crates. Uh, yeah. I think enduring, I, I would prefer to, but mods are mods. Long wolf. Yep. All right, Alex, tell us about this next runner-up Rebel list, which we've seen before, minus one edition. Yes, this is a very common uh, chassis, like ship pilots for the Rebels right now. It has Han uh, with Perceptive, Bistan, Falcon, and Trickshot. Uh, it has Wedge with Marksmanship, Crackshot, and Vectored Cannons, and Keo with the vector cannons because you have to take it and then predator concussions uh boy luke and lone wolf sabine uh very much kind of like what that person was running with the system phase barrel rolls uh it does overlap with keo so that does come down to player order on who does their barrel roll first which is really funny to me and then sabine being in a, a extreme objective runner there with lone wolf it's interesting. Yeah. I don't like the vectored cannons. <laughs> I don't like it on wedge because like I'd rather get the marksmanship and crack shot off, right? And that's generally like having a, a boost re uh, a boost reposition really opens up your options and actually be able to get those off. 
And generally, you want to engage in the front arc with Wedge anyway, right? Because ability only works in the front arc, not in the rear. So, right. Yeah. So I, I do like this list. This actually kind of reminds me a lot of an old archetype that we used to see in the Resistance, which would have been Ray with two A-Wings um, and and company. Um, that's what this feels like, you know, just having Han with those two A-Wings being out there, uh, being a threat. Uh, the fact that you can also throw in Luke, uh, Battle Yemen Luke, and being on top of that is just a really great bonus for this list. Uh, Luke definitely can be a, a really good heavy hitter uh, with his load out there. Um, it, it's pretty nice. And Sabine Wren with Lone Wolf reminds me exactly of Lieutenant Lareer, basically, because uh, you could do that uh, that uh, that barrel roll boost right before she moves, um, and uh, and just concentrate on objective there. Um, so it's uh, it's a nice list. Like it lot. is worth noting that you can like have Keo's guns backwards and also have the lock for the concussion missile, so you can shoot out the front while still having coverage out the back and a side slip of rear arc shop from an A-Wing is funny to me. Um, <laughs> but because you stress yourself when you rotate backwards, you know, that side slip, you're limited on your options and also you don't get a, um, action from that. Yep, exactly. So. Alright, well, let's move on to Galactic Game and Things. They had oh, they had a little bit different a little bit different uh ratio that's not the first one either that we're gonna see um tommy won three and drew one um and then uh spinner won with a cis list so let's go over the list the separatist list jj what is up with oh my god somebody's running lone wolf again yeah um, yeah Italian, everybody man. likes going wolf man yeah, so I, I do like uh, Lone Wolf on the Separatist Dirge, not so much on the CIS Dirge, or the Scum Dirge, rather. Uh, so we got the spinner running here, uh, Dirge with Lone Wolf, Proton Cannons, uh, Contraband Cybernetics in the title, uh, Volandas with Marksmanship, Overtune Modulators, and Shield Upgrade. Uh, General Grievous making a return here with Marksmanship, Impervium Plating, Afterburners, and Soulless One. Uh, then we have DFS-081 with uh, Energy Shell Charges, Munition fail safes and the grappling struts uh iron assembler also with energy shell charges munitions fail safe and grappling struts and then dgs 047 uh with kraken and the repulsor lift stabilizers to round off the list uh definitely a really really solid list here um the vultures can uh can share the calculates between each other if they need to uh the hmp providing uh the the additional calculates uh with kraken on there uh to hold on there to really support these uh these vultures to really go after objectives and then the rest of the list there is really good at going out and dealing some damages there uh grievous uh, of course always a menace even without outmaneuver um just having access to afterburners and then being able to barrel into a focus is uh, really really strong uh volandas is volandas being able to um uh, strain your opponents with the uh, with his ability uh, can be really good, um, and then uh, Dirge coming in as the, the lone wolf hammer from the side um, can be pretty good. And uh, if you get lucky with his ability, can be tough to kill. So I like this list a lot. So I, we I talked with Spinner a little bit actually about this list. He said the they said the lone wolf really wasn't effective. <laughs> so I'm shocked. <laughs> um, it, it worked out in the last round, but outside of that, so. So I I think 
I, and I, I, I hate saying this, but I think you have to go back if you want to keep Contra and Protons. You go to Seismics if if you want, or you're gonna go to um some other upgrade. Like I, in fairness, <laughs> this is sad, but I put Marksmanship and um oh what was the in and Novice Tech, and that's how I ran it at a search amp. And I like um, novice tech, but it almost never triggers. So it's kind of like a free points. But that marksmanship with dirge, if you line up that proton cannon, it's hard. Like I hate not having marksmanship because I love the dual crits that you get every time. You know, it's it's a guaranteed dual crit machine, and to an A wing that has two shields, or to somebody that is shieldless, it, it's really good. Now, the overtune on Volandas is interesting. I won't lie. But I guess that was the piece in that list that made up for everything, not having an I6 in this list, because Volan is able to pop that overtuned. And if you noticed, the two droids do not have independent calculate. So. That means those are single calc droids minus what you get with Kraken. Kraken can help with the um, overtune on Volan. Kraken can help um, keep that calculate. You spend your evade. Um, Volan, if it's close to one of the two droids, can give, um, you know, like can essentially allow the other droids to um, not have to worry because Volan can take some of that heat that would normally go into a two-point droid because they shoot Volan, right? He's a Even though he's got three green dice, but he's probably closer range, he could take a little bit of that heat because he now has four effing mods. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Interesting tank. I've never ran overtuned on Volan, but I think it's, uh, to some extent, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of cool. Um, and it did very well here, it seems. What's yeah. your opinion on uh, Grievous afterburners or shield upgrade? Uh, I like afterburners personally, but that's just me, and I like it because of the sloop. And I, like I will it tell the three hard that no one ever remembers that Grievous has. Yeah, that three sloop. Yeah, well, three hard. No, three, three hard. Three hard. Right? Yep, and that too. Yep. I I personally feel with Grievous the if you're going to knife fight with him, throw the. Just throw the shield upgrade on and call it a day. It's an extra health. Um, I still haven't been able to knife fight with my Grievous. I just don't. And the Afterburners has gotten me out of so many BS situations. You have no idea. Like, if somebody focuses fires on Grievous, and Grievous then does the three bank Afterburners, barrel roll into a focus, and typically will out-arc dodge people. And then all I have to do is... One hard or two bank in if I want. I'm on team afterburners if we have uh, impervium blading. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Without impervium blading, you can make an argument for shield upgrade if you really want to do something crazy like treacherous. No. All right. Sure. You know what? Sure. I guess. It is crazy. Yep. In a six simple list, it might be okay too, I guess, with treacherous. But I, I, I I just don't under. To me, impervium plating is stapled on. I don't. I don't know. I could never run Grievous without Impervium Plating unless they fucked me somehow. Why? You know? All he gets is pilot crits. Every uh, time I play him. <laughs> it's just, that's because it's you, Alex. 
It's because no, I mean, like if you're behind, like uh, the opponent opponent's ship, like with Grievous, which is what you want to do, you can use treacherous on the, the opposing ship when they shoot you. Like it's uh, all right. It, all right. It, it will trigger more than just your friendly ships. <laughs> I'm Fair not saying enough. That, but it's worth considering. You want to know what it's a judge's nightmare? Treacherous. <laughs> I hate measuring. I hate it. I hate it. I hate having to make judge calls treacherous. Well, if you had a functioning like judge template ruler, like I don't have anymore because of Sam, you can actually have that straight line that goes across. That's pretty useful. I do. Yeah. actually. I, I bought them. <laughs> I have to say, now. It requires you to buy extra gear just to run a particular card that maybe will work a couple of times. No, I mean, the judge ruler is great in general. Just don't have Sam sit <laughs> on it and break it. Yeah. I have two of them. I bought two sets from curl paw in anticipation that someday I get a world's invite and I don't have to run or I could run a tournament instead, but I might steal that from <laughs> you can, I have two of them. So we do, I do. I bought two of them. They were pretty cheap. So, all right. Next one is Tommy Adams and Alex. Tell us, thank God I called you Alex in my head. I was thinking AJ for some, I don't mm. know why. Alex, names. tell us. <laughs> Alex, I did not eat a cookie tonight. Um, <laughs> Alex, tell us what this what Tommy ran as a runner up. It's actually pretty close to resistance list that I run. Tommy ran Ray with compassion, heroic Rose Tico, Chewbacca, Finn, and title. So going even more offensive. Uh, in with Chewbacca crew instead of uh, you know something like contraband. Uh, you got Snap Wexley with Crack Shot R68, really going for those bullseyes. You have Kaz with Marksmanship R1J5, aka Bucket and Shield Upgrade. BB8 with Automatic Targeting Priority and Han Solo. And Shaza Zaro with Wartime Loadout, Watchful Astromach, and Ion Cannon Turret. Can I ask a quick question mm -hmm. about BB-8? Like, I know that's like a standard BB-8. I hate but BB-8. <laughs> can can you just can't you could just run targeting computer, right? Like, mm -hmm. if you're gonna run Han Solo, you could just then you have a white target lock at least. And that's what I do instead of being forced to shoot the guy that I blocked, who's now range zero, and I don't get mods on my shot because he's okay. the closest target I can shoot. So I'm not the only one who thought that. I, I just I do not like running ATP on. On BB-8, I hate it. I, I it really angers me. Period <laughs> anymore because of range zero shots. Yeah, uh, but it is worth. I guess you you can be like calculate evaded, you know, with the the uh, calculate stored up from ATP or something. So there's always that. I guess. Right. Yeah, I don't know. This maybe it's just not for me. I I, I think it's so optimal, <laughs> but. I don't know. Um, but, you know, uh, I mean, it's a solid list. Kaz does work. Uh, shield upgrade and buckets. Pretty nice. That's kind of tanky Kaz. Yeah. Um, I always struggle to figure out what I want to put on Snap Waxley. And Super Predator and Crack Shot's not too bad as long as you pull off the bullseyes. That's uh, kind of interesting because he's an I-4, so... If you have a lot of double repositioning or even single repositioning, high initiative pilots, it's a little bit rough. And then Shaza with wartime, you know, it's like nine health. Watch Lastermac, you can rotate, calculate. So and just ion cannons good in general. 
Yeah. I like I still like Temin and I think Temin is so to answer your question, DJ, Temin gives you free boost for pretty much any maneuver you're doing <laughs> with him. Like if you're that in that close, you're not you don't need the boost. It's inconsequential. Two through four speeds. So you can yeah. do like a two hard and get a free boost off of that. It's yeah. really good for like assault. Yes. Yeah. I I am not sold on the crack shot uh, piece of it. Uh, personally, but I guess I could see why you would want to use it. But I it, that that's not my Wexley build. But I do think Temin is really good um, for the points. <laughs> like the points are very very good. Notice the the only heroic we see in this list is on Ray too, and that's because of Finn. So yeah, heroic on Ray is borderline degenerate. <laughs> Yeah, it's all a bunch of BS. It's really funny against Saturation Salvo, let me tell you. Yeah? Yeah, well, what are they going to do? Force the... Because you add... You mod after they mod. So you add the yeah. Fendai after they Saturation Salvo you. So if they change your evade to like a blank, you just add the Fendai and Heroic the other die. And then Ray, the, the one they Saturation Salvoed. Yep, exactly. Also, I brought Crackshot Snap to your store champ in Grand Rapids, and I got it off every game. It's not impossible. It's just I don't think it's impossible. It's just yeah, the, the I don't know. Right. Yeah, it, and I'm still not exactly sure what I want to run on Snap. I had M9G8 and Crackshot. That's okay. I don't know. It feels off. Yeah, it's 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 not for me, but it is for a lot of. I'm not. I've never been big on the Crackshot outside of I ran it on Dirge at Worlds. So yeah, and and it did work. It did work at world, Worlds, but that's because you're Proton can. So I don't know. It's a, he's an i five. Uh, whatever. Yeah, we're gonna let's move on. It's not worth discussing. You weren't crack shotting the Proton Cannon, were you? No. Okay. No, no, no. That is no, 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 no. You crack shot afterwards because typically once I get the Proton Cannon off, I was usually double stressed uh, because I contraband with it, and so then you're just you're you're going in one banking and then. You know, most of the time there's like another ship that's right there, so I would I would almost always have that crack shot to get off. At okay. That point. I thought you were Corey for a second. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I tried I tried Predator with with that one time on Greg's stream and was promptly told that's not how that works. So don't worry, I learned my lesson well before Worlds with crack shot. No, it's it's it, it was just the, it's the follow up shot. That's what it is. Especially if you could get behind a medium base or a large base that can't really get the hell away from you. Yeah, any of the decimators that people are running nowadays. Yep. And like, so it was just really good because you I could I could five k behind take my focus or a target lock with contraband. You know, then the next thing I'm just kind of going in. If I don't need the contraband, then I just do the five k. If I already have the mod, <laughs> and it lined up, and then the next turn. I you get rid of the boost or you use contraband to just keep the bullseye on them and like with a two agility ship crack shot it's disgusting. You gotta and run dirge. scum cad bane. You would love it. Just take that double stress that you have and pass it to them. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Here you go. Uh all right. Next store champ is Demolition Store. Uh we see GSP's own James Ritter taking that store champ down. Um, I'm sure we'll hear about it on GSP this week with a Republic oh, yeah. list uh, versus Paul Gold with a scum list. 
looks like the Republic list is the Oddball and Wolf are both the. Those are both the build your or not build your own. The, they're the uh, SOC ones. The SOC yeah. ones. Yep. Yeah. And then you have Lumi with Patience, R7A7, and CLT. Padme, which who would have thought Padme was going to make an appearance <laughs> with Fire Control, Proton Torpedoes, and R4P17. And then good old Rick Olay, which we haven't seen a lot of, with Juke, Lone Wolf, and R4P Astro. Yeah, really nice list there. Uh, obviously, you want Padme and Lumi to be stabled with each other with their abilities there. Uh, the Secret Sauce, though, is also adding in Ricolay into that mix as well, right? Because if you can get Ricolay to also target the same ship that's in Padme's front arc as well, uh, Juke works really, really well along with Padme's abilities. So you can essentially force uh, your opponent to um, have multiple focus tokens, and if they have, or multiple focus results, and if they only have a um, a single focus token, um, too bad. You're you're basically gonna just uh, turn it down into like a calculate, most likely, right? Um, and uh, and then you leave yourself open for shots from uh, Padme with a proton torpedo and Luminara, uh, most likely as well, being able to uh, get that R seven A seven crit along with calibrated laser targeting, adding an additional focus results. Uh, it's really nice. And on top of that, oddball uh, being able to use his ability. Um, assuming he's in range to pass off target locks at I-5 um, is really nice, and Wolf uh, being able to um, double mod himself. Really, really solid list there. Uh, congrats to James Ritter, and I bet you that his stock for the Nickel City uh, League is going to go up, up, up because of this. <laughs> it's interesting with the Lone Wolf R4P on Rick Ale instead of, like, uh, Daredevil, which really helps his time on target. It's a little bit rough trying to clear the stress, but Man, do it like a five strike, like get your evade and then daredevil into the fight. Yeah, it's pretty strong. But if you don't need it, you know, don't need it, right? Yeah, it's also exactly. worth noting that it's what two Y fives and three I fours there, so that's pretty solid. It's energy yeah. with that as well. I like this list a lot, actually. I think this, like, if I were to run a republic list, this is kind of more up my, my, um, my avenue than some of the other lists that we've seen in Republic. And this is definitely not the list that goes, oh, here, let me just pass you a bunch of tokens. This is a burger list. <laughs> it's got two SOC focus passes in case you need it. Do we get to call this the Mr. Bones list? Is that what we get to call it? This is yeah, the Mr. Republic Bones Mr. Bones list. <laughs> All right. Runner up for Scum is Paul. And JJ, what the heck did Paul run with this scummish, scummy scum list? <laughs> so we got a five ship list here for scum. We got the return of Fenrau here with uh, clan training, best card reinforced plating, and shield upgrade on this one. Um, this is a much more tanky Fenrau um, than we normally see here, essentially being able to have a total of technically six whole, right? You know, if you count best card. Yeah. Um, 
so um so yeah that's uh that's pretty uh a really hard fender route to take down you definitely got to concentrate on that one there then we got oterok with fearless uh clan training mandalorian optics and best car reinforced plating lima kai with dorsal magpulse warheads and r4 astromech cat bane with proton cannons electro chaff missiles and the xanadu blood title uh really spicy take there for cat bane just being to being able to launch those chaff and uh and catch hopefully a group of ships in a in a in a particular location and jam them there and then of course bosk uh who is the objective monkey here in the list with marksmanship and dead men switch uh to round off this list um i personally prefer um expert handling yeah expert handling on boss versus dead man switch uh but hey uh you know if you can get it you can get it right uh but yeah definitely a, a really solid list there uh you got uh, three i5s there and cad bane uh being able to punch really hard with the uh, proton cannons and boss being able to uh grab objectives at i4 as well um it's a really solid list i can like it can you just run Lone Wolf on Bosk? If it's just a five-ship list, and he's going to be an objective monkey. <laughs> the marksmanship. <laughs> marksmanship, man. Oh, useful. Yeah, honestly, I think the um, the the expert handling is needed on Bosk, especially if you want to land that uh, that that bullseye. A lot of times, I think you just need that barrel, right, and just pray that you can get that uh, that bullseye set up correctly. I'm uh, clan training. I understand for Fenral, he has one point left over. I get that maybe over marksmanship. I'd kind of take fearless over Baskar just to have even more threatening offense because that's what you're trying to do with him the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but man, clan training on like at an I six just feels bad. <laughs> because I don't, I don't know what. I mean, I guess you could have just rolled up to range one and just had him in arc and then took a lock. <laughs> and then clan training, which is not going to happen much. I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like marksmanship would be better, especially for. For Fen? Uh, better. Yeah. Especially at an I6, is you just you have the reposition ability. So right, you can get that bullseye off anyways. a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, I get there's a lot of I6s, but there's not that many I6s to run that. Uh, but uh, especially mar marksmanship was good for salvage, too, so. I mean, I guess this has mag pulse, but other than that, you're, I get proton cannons. Uh, that's still sketchy. But yeah, I mean, solid list. All right. Next one we have is Store Champ from Power of Nine. Ben Jammin is running a resistance list. JJ, or not JJ. Alex, tell us. I think I already did JJ. AJ. AJ. AJ, tell us what is on the. That's your new nickname, by the way. Um, tell us what is on this resistance list. That is Falcon Poe with Ray, the title engine, false transponder codes, heroic, and Chewbacca. Uh, you know, that's a pretty solid uh, Poe. I mean, he just does whatever he wants. You got Chewbacca for an additional mod if you need it, and false transponder codes is really good. You have 9-Nub with a Daredevil Pattern Analyzer Overdrive, which is hilarious with his ability to just Daredevil. It's a hard to. It's, a hard to. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right. And then LO with M9G8 Heroic Marksmanship. Uh, I love M9G8. Such a good, good droid. And then Zori with Wartime Marksmanship R4 and Plasma Torps. You got one I six and three I fives. 
And the marksmanship plasma torpedoes is kind of funny because on plasma torps, you normally would cancel the crits first. But if she has you bullseye, you can't cancel crits. <laughs> yes. Just in general with the wartime ability, uh, the wartime loadout ability. So it's like anti-synergistic, but not. <laughs> it's even better. It's weird. Yeah, but this is all high initiative, you know, list here. Yeah. And it's very, it, it kind of reminds me of the same archetype from, uh, from Duncan Howard's list that he won uh, not so long ago um, with uh, with like a four ship list there. Um, just a slightly different load out there on Poe Dameron. It doesn't have Notorious on this one, but uh, it's definitely a, a really uh, interesting list here. Who who would you think would be more the objective grabber in this list? Would it be Zori? I think you just kill him. <laughs> I don't think you yeah. have like a dedicated. I mean, Poe is again S tier for like assault, but. Uh... I don't know. I guess you can grab a crate with Ello and Zori. Yeah. And you you have an I6 pose really, really good at scramble because you get the free boost. That's true. So uh, you just kind of. But also, you don't really need to get a lot of objectives if there's no enemy ships to get those objectives anymore. With a four ship list like that, I think it's more designed to kill than it is for Anything a defense else? split. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Next up is Matt running a separatist list with Sunfac, who has Ensnare, Predator, Marksmanship, Targeting Computer, Dirge with Contraband, Seismics, Proton Cannons, Pre Vizsla with Swivel Wing, Contraband, Notorious, and Beskar Plating, O47 in the HMP with Hondo, which is my favorite, and the Iron Assembler with Discords, Indie Kelks, and Grappling Struts. Interesting take here, seeing Pre Vizsla in this list. Um, you don't see that very often, but with the Hondo Coordinate, I think it's really good. Um, I think that's really good. It is a little bit different because we're not seeing the... Um, what are we not seeing, JJ, that I, we would normally see? Uh, Mando Optics. Mando Optics, yeah. Yeah, Mando Optics. Yeah. Surprised by NASCAR uh, over Mando Optics. I, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're if you're expecting to take damage, right, you know, um, it does have two shields and nine hole. So if you're taking any crits, having Beskar reinforced plating to at least... Um, you know, take out that crit um, can help you, you know, with Vizsla on there. Um, I'm kind of on the fence between Notorious and uh, Bo-Katan crew. Um, Notorious. For the uh, I, I don't know. I, yes. I mean, yeah, I guess you get the strain, right? But at the same time, um, it just, it really depends on who's shooting you, right? Because if you get Sunfag or Dirge to end up shooting against that potential I-6, um, then they lose that, that, um, that strain and I, I don't know it's I, i'm on the fence with it because you know me i played a ton of pre vizsla um but still i i do like the archetype um it's very similar to what i'm running in cis uh, they just traded out cad bane and one of the vultures for pre vizsla which i think is actually a really good trade um so yeah it's really solid list i like it a lot it's hard to justify shooting a pre vizsla when you have notorious and they get yeah. an extra die against you exactly yeah so, yeah it's really Strong deterrent. I am not a, yeah. a fan of that Sunfock, though. I no. mean, I get like you can coordinate the Hondo, like Focus Evade or whatever, but 
I that I like Gravitic because I also like not to be completely one shot as Sunfock. And yep. a lot of the times, if you want to tractor them into your bullseye, um, then they can rotate to shoot you, which is not what Sunfock wants either. I mean, still five dice. That's double modded, but I don't know. The more when I played Sunfock, I would not choose to move the people. I would just rather shoot at them with the turret instead of moving them into my bullseye. Yeah, that way and I that, I, I'm the same way though. I I'm not a fan of Predator or Marksmanship. I would if I was gonna not have those, I would rather put in Deering if I'm gonna do that and. I, I think graphitic deflection and enduring are the questioning pieces. Um, the targeting computer is really only good for the Hondos, or if you, if for whatever reason they leave your Sunfock alone, <laughs> like like I get that targeting computer is great, but if they don't leave your your Sunfock alone, you're not targeting, you're not, you're never taking a target lock if you're in arcs, you're just not doing it. Right. Um, yeah, you'd have to if you catch someone off guard and you have them in like your side arc or something, you take the lock, but. Yeah, I think I would also change out Beskar in on this list for something different. I think I like Contraband and I love Notorious and Previsla. I I don't care what JJ says. I think that's the right call because either somebody's going to use the strain, or you're getting a free bond. And let's put it this way: if Dirge or Sunfac are able to use that strain, I don't know. That's pretty. That, that's pretty good for you know. Can you imagine Sunblock throwing five dice? at somebody that has a strain, it's one agility or two agility. That's all they get. You know? Yeah. You're already dissuading enough shots with previsual ability and notorious that I think taking optics would be a better choice. Although, and then you could use Hondo for someone else, right? It, well, it, or you can jam this. them with Hondo. Exactly. And then, yes. yeah. And then it, cause previsual doesn't care if it has a target lock, if it gets it at the beginning of it, then it's, it's a free jam piece. That's what that is. I mean, ideally, you want to jam the Iron Assembler, right? Because you just jam off one of the calculates. But if he's not yeah. around, you know, just you could be cheeky and like take the lock just to jam it off with Hondo. Well, round one with all with that list, round one, everybody but Dirge is taking a target lock on yeah. a, on, on, a, on, a rock, on a rock. That's that's what everybody's doing, you know. Yeah, I mean, even Dirge could too as well, right? It just depends how aggressive he wants to be with Dirge, but. Yeah, you're right. There. Round one, you're pretty much taking target locks just to to start setting up Hondo for the rest of the game. So yeah, my dirge does not like target locks. My dirge, I play. I I play. Sean told me I play aggressive. I have to learn how to not play aggressive. High straight cloak. No, 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 no. I usually am a two to three straight cloak. That way, I don't have to deal with the first shot of the game. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna call Zach out for not cloaking with Cad Bane. <laughs> he's just like I totally forgot I'm just like dude <laughs> alright last store chant we gotta move on we gotta do this one quickly um, Alex so this one's from Denmark Alex this one actually had quite a few um, players in it um, so we see a 4 and 1 draw uh, 1 out over 2 4 and 1s and a 3 1 and 1 um, tell us what Jan ran Okay, um, I'm going to assume all these are SOC because they do not have the uh, stuff listed after it. So SOC Oddball, Jag, and Wolf. You had Broadside with Ion Cannon Turret and Proton Bombs. Click with dedicated R3 Precision Ion Engines and the Esk title. 
uh, blew my mind. And uh, Boost with Dedicated. Uh, you get a lot of offense from the Arcs. Click has a nice defense for when they get into range one. You have two Dedicateds. Uh, proton Bombs are always nice. And Broadside's really good with an Ion Turret. I don't know why he brought an ask though. That just I, blows my mind. You don't have another free. point, I guess. Yeah, you, it's free, right? Sure, but do you really need the precision ion engines? <laughs> I don't Over know. more damage, but well, you know, <laughs> I didn't win a store champ, so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I mean, to be fair, right? If you're if you're using click, you're probably target locking both uh, at least two of the arcs, so you're not really using your target lock on offense. So, I'm... Uh, sure, unless you target lock an enemy, and so they can deny that bonus shooting against them, right? And if they are uh, shot or whatever, sure. you can. Um, yeah, I mean, that's probably going to be the first and only person to ever win a store champ with ask. So. That's a feat. <laughs> All right. Next up is Christian and JJ. Tell us what they ran. So Christian is running a first order list here. So we have quick draw with proud tradition, swarm tactics, target synchronizer, special forces, gunner, fire control system, uh, whirlwind with marksmanship, fanatical cluster missiles, uh, events, optics, and the jamming suites, uh, Malaris with cluster missiles, Kylo Ren with instinctive aim, predator, Magpul's warheads, optics, and the jamming suite, and then scorch with feedback ping and cluster missiles and the bomb generator to Bomber round Scorch. off the set. Yeah, this is the FO Bomber Scorch that we uh, see an appearance here on on uh, on this list here. So uh, really, really nice here with the Quick Draw Whirlwind. Uh, you Swarm Tactics Whirlwind up uh, so that way he can potentially get a double tap out of those cluster missiles and being able to use uh, multiple focuses to uh, mod those shots there. And uh, if Quick Draw has a target lock, they don't even need to have a target lock on his uh, uh, on the the enemy that he's going to take a shot at. Uh, you could just uh, turn on that uh, that shot there with uh, Quick Draw being able to use that target synchronizer for the whirlwind cluster missile shot. Uh, Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren, uh, Kylo Ren is Kylo Ren with instinctive aim and the Magpul's warheads. Uh, really nice, especially with advanced optics, just being able to guarantee the crit to go through with his ability, and then Scorch just being able to. Um, uh, get uh, go off of the bomber generator and get uh, get free locks if somebody goes around it uh, with feedback ping and uh, and possibly set up a, a cluster missile shot if they do like a K turn I guess so uh, yeah pretty uh, decent list for first order and uh, congrats on uh, on making it there I guess if worse comes to worse you can spend a hit from Kylo or something to give someone a strain to enable other parts of the list but I just okay. That's yeah. a bomber. Yeah, it's got bombs. Exactly. People are bad against bombs, so there's always that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, good, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move into our last segment for the night where we are not going to be streaming a game at all. No offense. <laughs> JJ trying to break our stream apart. Um, we're going to do our roll call segment, our Academy 101, not a roll call. We're going to do our Academy 101 segment talking about list archetype analysis. So essentially we created this to review 
each of the different archetypes that we believe exist in the X-Wing miniatures, right? And so we came up with a salad, alpha, aces, beef, control, and swarm. And then we kind of had like a, what we call a dual list. Um, and then we, what we did is we kind of defined each of the lists. So each list got its own definition. Um, and we decided then what we wanted to do is kind of talk about do the lists have crossover? How do we do this? And then the last piece of this is to essentially break down and analyze each of the different um, factions. Not, I'm sorry, not factions. Each of the different archetypes to analyze them to kind of say, hey, this is the list that we would build for this type of an archetype. So we decided that we are going to do swarm tonight is what we're going to do. Hey, I did do a segment how X-Wing is like poker. I, I could do that. <laughs> we could do That'd that. Hey, trying to the Sherman in the chat trying to distract us. Anyway, so we decided we we're going to do the swarm breakdown today. So this is how we defined a swarm. A swarm is a list that contains six or more ships of the same chassis or similar types of chassis that will fly in close formation or many formations that can cover um that can converge on different targets to eliminate them with their sheer numbers we believe they can do well on objectives but they suffer when the list begins to fracture its formation and is unable to concentrate fire so those are essentially kind of the swarm meta that we have and that we want to talk about uh, do either of you want to elaborate on Swarms before we get into each of the different lists and kind of break down for those? Yeah, um, actually, uh, Swarms are a little bit, you know, they're maybe a little bit more, a little bit different. They're different in 2.5 than they were being 2.0. Uh, with the different squad points, it's it can be difficult to run all the same chassis. Um, or if, like, you're... FO, you can't run like a seven ship swarm just because the points don't break that way because they don't have a two point ship. So it's a little bit different than how one would uh, consider a swarm in 2.0 than 2.5. So it's going to look a little bit different, a little wonky why, sometimes. And that's why we had to concede our point because I was a strict seven or higher ship count is a swarm but we had to concede and go to six ships because and i think in the uk like that world qualifier had one seven point list and no eight ship lists either yeah. so it's still kind of kind of weird yeah exactly yeah and technically sherman there is a tri-fighter list that we could cover it depends if we get time we're gonna see if we get time all right so let's begin the first list that I wanted to talk about is going to be essentially a CIS swarm. And what I kind of put on there is this is an eight ship list that can share mods, um, not unilaterally, but can share mods in di two different forms. Um, and then you can also run them as separate mini swarms. So essentially the list is, uh, 047 and the HMP with Hondo. 
Um, and we'll get to this in a second. And this is kind of actually a discussion point I think that we need to have um, as a group, right? And then I can run one Iron Assembler with Discords and Indie Calcs. I can run a 081 with Energy Shells and Indie Calcs. Then I have two Helicron Droids with Discords and Indie Calc. And then I have my Kaleido, two of them, both with Treacherous. See, look, I got some Treacherous in there, baby. <laughs> and Energy Shells. And then following up in the rear is Captain Seer with Impervium Plating, Shield Upgrade, and TA-175. Now, there is a discussion where we could talk about what could Captain Seer do differently. The problem becomes is he doesn't have any other effing slots. So if you take Seer for all of the rerolls, you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to do all these other fancy, you know, things with him if you get rid of his tech droid. So when I built the list, the idea was for Hondo to coordinate the non-stress ships, typically a Captain Seer, some of these other things. Um, Seer could, if he's not stressed, take a reposition with a focus and then clear that stress and then do a secondary reposition. They could do a single bonded reposition, um, all sorts of this, those type of things. Um, the idea though is with Hondo, because you have the independent calculates and there is so many ships at I1, you have the ability to just jam one of those calculates off. You just say, screw it. I'm going to jam a calculate off. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the list that I had come up with in CIS. If you want a traditional, a traditional swarm, uh, this is what I, I I don't know if this is any good, um, but this is kind of a different take on if I want eight ships. Obviously, you could take one of those and DGS and turn it into Grievous if you really want. So, thoughts, guys, on this list. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, this uh, this definitely very reminds me very something very close to of uh, like what Isophane had uh, run when he won LVO, um, having a bunch of vultures out there, uh, being able to cover the board very very effectively, and having um, Captain Tier uh, really take advantage of it with the TA one seven five tac droid. There, um, you have a lot of shots coming at you uh, between energy shell charges and of course Discord missiles they gotta uh, deal with, and then DGS zero four seven with Hondo being able to uh, jam and coordinate um, as needed. Um, you have a lot of different options in this list to uh, really be effective um, against your enemy there i think that uh, this is an archetype that um should be revisited a lot more in the meta and um and i think i could do very very well yeah captain sayer is just so strong and, um I'm, i don't know why people don't play him more but maybe because they don't want to play swarms they want to play grievous and fire sprays or something so <laughs> sherman actually had a idea that you could put squad leader on one of those Kaleidos and you would actually have two coordinators in that hey. list. I don't know if you need two coordinators, but I guess you always you... coordinate a coordinate. <laughs> All right. Fair. That's that's fair. You that's can fair. do that. Yeah. And they yeah. are I1s. Essentially range five, right? If you need mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Is that oh dirty, dirty. That's a range <laughs> five coordinate. Oh my god. 
Um, I mean, if you did that, you could change up like your Hondo, right? Like, so yeah. you could say, okay, I no longer need Hondo. Now we've got eight points on this HMP that I could play with, right? So you 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 that you now can then, um, I don't know, what do we put? Uh, cluster missiles, maybe. I think cluster missiles is probably a good idea. And energy shell charges. I mean, you, so you can make your HMP an offensive if you did that. You you could do that. Yeah. I think the difference is your um, the difference is you're losing on that kaleidoscope. It dies pretty easily. Yeah. And I would almost rather you shoot my HMP because if you want to kill my HMP, whatever. I guess you know, like you, it's eight health. So have fun. You know, come 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 take it out while. The rest of my list will get one or two churns of murdering you. Um, yeah, exactly. But, it's always dark one pro droids. Uh, you can oh, do that too. That's, that's true. That's and true. you have eight ships, and you have to reposition the dark the two dark one pro droids the whole time. Do you know how slow you'd be? It'd be great. <laughs> You're <laughs> killing me. You're killing me. Uh, Just add a dice cup and uh, and yeah. you got yourself a, a good right, delay. Massage the dice cup. Every <laughs> Hold time. on. What else? What else? What else am I running though? If I put probe droids on them, what else yeah, do I run? Django. If you want it real janky. <laughs> no, I don't want janky. Novice tech. There you go. You put novice tech. I got. I don't get. It. What you is freelance slicer, man? Freelance slicer. Yeah, I mean, hey, that worked once for that one guy. <laughs> oh man. I know right, it's well, like here... swap a Discord missile onto that and have like energy shell on someone else, you know. Whatever. Yeah, the, the only problem though is that the energy shells are four points and you can't really put them on any of the whole shard. Uh so it, it's you can put it on the iron assembler, right? And you don't get independent oh, yeah. that way, never mind. Yeah, you lose no. all your independent stuff, which then kind of starts yeah, breaking yeah. that list apart in terms of Yeah, that's true. Of that, um, yes, and I have Seer has uh the pinata droid, which is actually typically what people have been running, uh, because you you the, you essentially gain a free calculate, so yeah, <clears throat> if you know somebody's gonna die, yeah, that's that's fair, and and, and the HMP works for this, everybody works for this one, even those kaleidoscopes have calculates. On their bar, so yeah, yeah. They only have focuses after they barrel roll. You know, you'd would be, it'd be like the opposite of what you'd expect, yeah. but you know, that's you know, the chassis work. If if they gave us one more point, Alex, I would I'd run Procus on them just because I could. <laughs> so would I, because <laughs> it would be like, oh, I got eight points. I'm gonna barrel roll into a focus, focus, and be able to shoot a Procus. Yeah, you better kill me. Kill me. It's gonna be rough for me because I'd just be like, oh, I lined up the bullseye. Now I got a barrel roll out of it to get this focus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so let's go back. All right. So sticking to our format, um, we talk about counters, right? So like we we talked about what that shit the, what this list does really well. Its goal is is to create too many swarms that coordinate and focus and and have alpha strikes. And it is low red dice at range two and three, but everybody's modded. Everybody's got mods, and you got crack shot if you got the bullseyes lined up. Um, it's to me that's really to me that's pretty good. Um, and the energy shells are primo on those on some of those ships, right? Because now I'm throwing three dice at range three. You don't get the the range thing. But how do we counter this? What counter is this? 
So um, high agility uh, aces, I think, can can counter this list uh, mainly because the the way you break this particular list is to try to um, break the formation, right? Um, if you're trying to um, capture somebody in the kill box with a swarm, um, having a ship that can reposition to arc dodge um, out of the box um, or force a portion of the of the uh, swarm to face a different direction mm -hmm. while you have another good hammer to start working on the other side and flanking it in, um, then you have a good way to start uh, working down that list, working down those numbers. Um, the the main weakness for this is because uh, they are low initiative, um, you're able to reliably uh, take out guns at a higher initiative, especially if you're running like torpedoes or uh, double uh, double modded shots from like different types of ships. Um, green dice are green dice, you're more than likely are able to get in hits than you than the ship is able to evade. Um, so you do have a, a fairly good chance of killing maybe one to two um, uh, ships per turn uh, before they can fire anything back. Um, so if you can get them to to redirect their fire or split their fire uh, between the two sides of the um, uh, of the board, then you have a pretty good shot at reducing the effectiveness of this particular list. Now, on the flip side, if they have really good green dice, uh, then you're going to be in trouble um, because your own green dice can only hold out so much, especially when they start shooting back at you. So you do have to take it, uh, take caution and really uh, prioritize the the focal points of the list is particularly that the uh, captain seer that's carrying that uh, tact right that makes the rest of the list better um, you want to uh, definitely focus that as a priority in your list but a very good swarm player can kind of put this in the center of all this uh, to make a debate to trap a particular ship in that kill box um, so uh, it's uh, it, it is possible to do it with high agility uh, but you just got to be careful for those traps Alex, how about you? I'd say anything with like a lot of like overwhelming red dice. Uh, like Ray, Ray will just kill one of these things every round easy. Like they, they still only have two agility. And also, actually, things that mess with their green dice, like saturation salvo to me would be really good against a lot of these things. Um, or you know, just bring out maneuver Kylo, it'll probably just murka ship every single round. <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you what, yeah. you bring up Maneuver Kylo, and I get free calculates on all my other ships to kill FOs. You still <laughs> only have one green die. <laughs> you're going to kill it. We we know you're going to kill that ship. I mean, it just has like a, a field day. But yeah, it's like any, a lot of red dice, so like Ray, um, or like bonus attacks, like quick draw, cluster missiles, like that, where you can kill multiple, like just efficiency kill these things. Trick shot too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your Han, <sighs> Han would just run yep. right through all this. Han, Han trick shot uh, with Bistan. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's gonna get uh, some double. Yeah, I was uh, like double shots. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's where you want to put your discords, right? You can't barrel roll off of them. <laughs> <laughs> Poe can just throwing that out there. Yep, it's true. Yep. <laughs> all right. So next list that we have here. Let's see here. The next list, I think, is 
the they rebel list, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this one here is a, uh, a rebel swarm list that I created here. So this one's focused mainly on the RZ1A wings for the rebellion here. Um, so we got Keo, Venzi with Rockets, Harrison Dula with Swarm Tactics, Wedge Antilles with Crackshot Marksman, Arvo Kryn with Starbird Slash and Predator, Bodega Venge um, in the Fang Fighter with Predator, Beskar Reinforced Plating, and Mandalorian Optics, and then Sabine Ren with Clan Training, Mandalorian Optics, and Beskar Reinforced Training. Um, I built this list specifically to uh, make it fly like a uh, like a a wing swarm on here. Uh, the Fang Fighter being the kind of like the oddball out on here, but um, essentially still able to keep up with those A wings on there. Uh, what's really good for this particular list is the combination between Bodica and Hera. Um, Hera being able to swarm tactics Bodica into I six and then just let the rest of the list take care of itself. Um, the A wings are really tough to pin down. Um, they can. Um, I, I specifically left off the um, the vector cannons on this one because I believe that they can be a lot more effective when they have that linked boost um, from an action um, in this list, and it just helps them to get around the board a lot better. Um, and Hera being able to um, to provide a token if she needs to uh, to any one of these A wings if they get into trouble uh, makes it really really good. This also opens up opportunities for uh, big shots from Keo, uh, big shots from Wedge being able to get that crack shot and marksman uh, off reliably, and Arvel um, going in as a dedicated blocker uh, with uh, Starboard Slash and Predator means that Arvel can get that range zero shot as a range one, get a model Predator, and then on the following turn, strain that ship on the way out, uh, which can be really nice, especially if you're going to follow that up with like Wedge or uh, a shot from uh, Bodega, for instance, and Sabine being able to get into the center uh, with Beskar and Mandalorian Optics helps her to get that um, that double modded shot if you need to. You basically go into the center with Sabine, take an evade token, um, and just hope that you get into range one. When you engage, you get a, a focus for clan training, and have at it. Uh, you could be a really good attacker at I3 as Sabine run. So I have a quick question. Mm -hmm. You could upgrade Arvel. I know you want your A-Wing Swarm, but you could upgrade Arvel to Tycho and downgrade Sabine to Sabine Ty. Uh, I thought about that. I, I I originally had it that way, actually, um, but I wanted to keep the spirit of all the A-Wings just for the Swarm. But yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. Uh, upgrading Arvel into Tycho would be fantastic. Yes. I mean, you get, you get your pockets then. And that's in that's yeah. all I'm saying. If, if you want your pockets... You get your pockets at that point, then. I I think I just I don't know. Arvel's not Meryl, so like like there's a difference. Like if if Rebels had a Meryl in their in their section in their A wings, then I think it would be an easy conversation in a swarm for that. Um. Yeah, a Jake. Yep, Desi. Jake's a good one too. Never yeah. thought about that. Jake would be a really good one, um, to throw in there into the swarm, uh, for that. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Jake is absolutely incredible, especially with uh, when you're flying with Hera. Um, just adding extra tokens for Hera to to give out is super good. All right, so uh, this list drives on being able to move fast. It can bullseye, can live forever. How do we counter this? A reinforced ship. <laughs> or it's only taking one damage at most. 
Well, something like Afra or Rack would be able to brunt most of the damage and then have the rest of your list to be able to do things. Because this list is not, it's kind of low offense. Like, it's just a bunch of two die attacks and Bodica, who has one two die attack after she shoots. Yeah, and I agree. I think bombs are huge against this list because this list is somewhat lower initiative, right? Your only swarm tactic is seeing one of them up. So to me, bombs would be huge because you're going to force those A-wings to break apart. And maybe bombs should just be on every against every swarm. I mean, hell, if you drop a proton bomb inside of a droid swarm, you, you might just kill... You might kill four droids in a churn. I mean, and I'll tell you what, if I'm running eight ships and four of them die in one churn, I am going to flip the table and walk away. I'm done playing. Like, I'm not even going to move. I like Shame on me for letting the proton bomb kill, you know, like damage my, I, my droids. But still, I, I would have gone with ions, but yeah. Just drop two concussion bombs. You wipe out the entire A-Wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have gone with ion bombs against the uh, the droid swarm, but yeah, no, you're right. Um, but yeah, no, definitely bombs is definitely a good way to to try to mitigate against these guys. Um, also, uh, big attacks, right? Because again, um, the the strength and this and the weakness of this list is the three the three greens on it, and eventually with concentrated fire, uh, green dice can really uh, just just wear out really quick. Um, especially yeah, the, man. yeah, saturation salvo definitely a really good uh, tech for this particular list here, and. Um, and just making sure that you concentrate fire on the on the linchpins on this, uh, which for this would be Hera. Um, definitely Hera being able to provide tokens to the other ships is really good. And then uh, work Bodica. your way down the list from there. I think Bodica over Hera even. Just because that is your only like majorly offensive piece. That's true. Yep. But you got to be careful how you engage with Bodica too, right? Because you want to make sure that you're engaging from range two to three, so that way they don't get the free, um, the free evade uh, from um, from Concordia. Right. And if Hera has a, a an evade and you're trying to take out Bodica um, at range one, I mean you're you're not going to get any damage. Yeah, you, you don't shoot her at that point, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> unless you're Ray, who will just wipe her out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. The next list that we have is oops. A Empire list, swarm. which is a Hollow Swarm. And I'm gonna so I'm gonna preface this and say JJ really went with a six ship ish list when you could technically make this eight lit eight ships or seven ships if you wanted. Yeah, um, I, I originally had this with uh with two of the um the Black Squadron TIE fighters just to to put them in there. Um right. Uh, but at the same time I feel that the power that Nash Windrider has uh with this list is something they cannot ignore, right? Because Nash's ability just allows them to make sure that even at lower initiatives, these ships can still take their shot uh, when they need to, all right? Um, so uh, in this list here, we have Hellbrenner uh, with Predator and Swarm Tactics, uh, just being able to uh, bring one of the other ships up to an I-5 to shoot uh, can be really good. Uh, Nash Windrider uh, with Cluster Missiles and Targeting Computer and Sensitive Controls. Um, I think that Sensitive Controls is essential in this particular list to 
make sure that the TIE fighter doesn't get in the way of the rest of the list um, and uh, and can still be within range to be an effective uh, shooter as well as uh, a support piece to make sure the rest of the TIEs get their shot. Uh, Gideon has with elusive and shield upgrade. Um, he's already getting a offensive reroll from Howlrunner. Uh, we just wanted to make sure that on defense he does have that extra um, oomph, especially if you're able to make sure that Gideon shoots last in the list against the damage defender. That makes him a three-die attacker. Uh, Del Mico uh, basically gives everybody else a defensive reroll as long as that particular ship is damaged. Um, I went with Ion Cannon um, to help make sure that whatever target you're going to is going to stay put where they're going to go, and that way the swarm can pounce on them. Uh, Magnetolvin, I think, is a critical piece on here, being able to coordinate an extra token to somebody, especially if they're going to uh, claim an objective, just making sure that they're able to um, have an extra token and still claim the objective is really good. And then Wampa, uh, the Battle of Yavin version, I think he is a really, really overlooked piece um, that we don't see as much. Um, but in a tie swarm, Wampa, um, if you if you shoot at Wampa, um, you're you're gonna make sure to try to kill it. If not, if you kill somebody else, Wampa is gonna gain that that uh, charge back and he's gonna shoot back at you with three dice. More than likely, you're not gonna have any mods to um, to try to defend against his attack. Um, so it uh, it can be a really really good um, addition to this list. Well, all right. And so here's the thing with Wampa too, because this is boy Wampa. Yep, four so holes. This, <clears throat> this has got the vengeful mm -hmm. upgrade, which essentially, if they shoot Wampa first, right? <clears throat> Wampa then loses his charge. But then, if somebody else dies, so then that means you have to focus fire on Wampa. Otherwise, if you shoot anyone else, anyone else, and they die, Nash keeps them around. Wampa gets Wampa charge back, which mm -hmm. I think in this style of a list, is the, it creates a target priority um, discussion, right? That you would not normally specifically have outside of that. But because of that, you have a very aggressive, like targeting priority, because if you target Wampa, you have to go finish him off. Otherwise you start, you know, you shoot Wampa. So Wampa doesn't get the extra shot, but then all of a sudden you kill somebody else. Guess what Wampa's doing? He's, he's, he, I don't know. He's telling you, screw you. I'm going to do things you don't want me to do. You can also disrespect, coordinate the target lock to him because his action bar does have a target lock on the boy version. Which is yeah, funny. that's true. That's I forgot Ooh, about that. Yeah. 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 Yep. I mean, you also do the same for like Nash because he gave him target computer, but it is really funny just to uh, lock with Wampa and have like a range one shot. And then also have a focus because you got coordinated. But yeah, it's yeah. kind of a tough list to crack just because you have Del Mico in there. So if you ever take damaged or your Kaz, it's just really not good. Yeah. All right. Counters to this list. Um, so we, we obviously know the shrinks are re-rolls, right? This this list has teeth. It's a little weird. I'll be honest, it's a little weird because they're TIE fighters and they feel like they're going to die. And we don't have any of the other boy TIE fighters in there. Like, so it's a little bit different i think um but i like it so question becomes then right is what counters this list 
Uh, easy bombs. Bombs here is <laughs> bombs absolutely bombs killer. Bombs will do it every swarm list. Yeah, yeah. This, this list in particular, right, because you want to stay together as much as you can um, to benefit from how runners. Although I would argue that you would probably want to keep a how runner towards the back of the formation and have like kind of like a fan of fighters in front of how runner. Um, that way you can um, make sure you can keep how runner at, at range three as much as you can to protect uh, the um, the offensive reroll ability for your list there. Uh, but yeah, um, it's it, it bombs get in there and you start spreading this formation. It's going to be very difficult for you to uh, stay effective on offense as possible. But if you decide to joust this list, um, unless you have a bunch of I-5s that can hopefully take out Howlrunner, who's most likely going to be taking an evade or maybe a focus. Um, if you don't take out Howlrunner, he's going to hit you back really hard. So yeah. Yeah, I think any like strong alpha because like Hellrunner could get alpha right off the board because there's no yes. like yeah, I mean you get I you still get to yeah. shoot once, but like you don't have Iden to protect it. Yeah. Um also shame on you for not putting Prockets on Gideon rolling the six dice, man. Come on. Yeah, I, I can never do that. I was gonna tell you that. So I, I was I was a little <laughs> iffy on that actually. Um I, I thought of it, but at the same time, it, it's kinda difficult to reliably go for that bullseye shot if you're oh, flying information. So that's dice. why I was like, uh, yeah, six dice, especially if you can get a reroll on top of that. Like, yeah, that's good. But yeah, I mean, just like a solid like proton, like boy proton shop in the all runner is really not good. Or, uh, you know, I mean, like Han, obviously. Anything that can kill multiple ships around or generate a lot of crits, really, like Proton Cannon for Dirge with Marksmanship, you know, that will lead through a TIE Fighter real quick. Oh, yeah. All right. The next one we have is a Republic Swarm. Yeah. That Alex brought to us. I will argue that the Torrents and the Z95s are basically the same ship. They fly the same way. That's my justification why this is not technically a salad list, even though it totally is. All right. So it's not a salad list because it is a seven ship list. So we're just going to put that out there. This is a swarm in 2.5. In yes. So this is SOC Anakin because you can have an ace and a swarm. Yeah, I know. Uh, Crazy, right? Um, you know, I got Contrail in there with dedicated R4P17 spare parts, which is pretty interesting. You don't want to put bombs on Contrail or Click because you have a seven ship list. Yeah. <laughs> so I went with spare parts, which is funny. And you can also get a third charge for your R4P17 if you're really a fan of doing the one banks. Um, yeah, I got Click with dedicated uh, R3 and Saint Council because you literally have one point left over. And I'm not running Ask, unlike that guy who won. <laughs> and you got uh, uh, SOC kickback, XOC axe, and then boost and slider with dedicated. And this is just a defensive list. It has four dedicateds, the ability to pass two different evades off uh, kickback and axe, and you got click um, defense. Golly, this is <laughs> terrible. Why did you unleash this up to the world, man? Why? Yeah, so so no one's good enough to run it. <laughs> I don't hold on. I don't know about that. Um, and this is also a very Tannerish list. Um, that I would run in Republic. I would I would actually run this. Um, it looks like a pain in the ass to go against. Yeah, 
And I think the the big thing here, right, is you have Slider who can do the weird maneuvers, and then you can uh, you use boost to just get out of arcs. <laughs> like, oh, I'm let me get out of arcs and use my dedicated. And oh, you can't shoot me. Don't worry, it's not a big deal. No, no sweat off my tail. Or if you're slider and it's like, oh, cool, I three three k last turn. It'd be cool if I just side slip and clear my stress. Yep, because that side slip is still blue. So dirty. <laughs> so is yeah. Which is yeah. Anyway, that's I. <clears throat> I don't know. Of all of the things that they gave for two points, I guess it's better than when we had Contrail at two points. So, um. Uh. So. The the other piece of this list is the ability for time on target is is possibly higher because of boost and um slider uh being able to get extra time on target and then the fact that you can take objectives very well with this list is crazy. The only ship is boost who doesn't want to crate. Everybody else for the most part can pick some of that stuff up and because of the token sharing because a click, you can make some of these 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 ships live forever, and then you have Anakin, right? Yeah, and makes a swarm list. Anakin can do what? Oh, Anakin can shoot you with a stupid, stupid ancillary thing, right? <laughs> and it's just a front arc attack. And oh, by the way, everything becomes ion. So no, Anakin it has can kill to be the front arc attack. You can't do it off bullseye. Nope. It has, yep, you're right. It has to be the front arc. But you can literally just decimate target locks if you want to in that list right so if you have an outmaneuver kylo oh hey here here don't worry let me send anakin over to deal with kylo at range one in like think you got your i don't know it's crazy right it's crazy this is all crazy it's crazy that you can do that and it's gonna force kylo to have to deal with anakin if you do that and then there you go somebody just took seven points and said it's not going to be effective for the rest of the game that's it it's just done so um I like I really actually I really like this list. I You're don't welcome. feel like putting this on the table. I I don't maybe I will just to piss some people off. I think I'm I'm one V wing short to uh to put this list on the table. <laughs> I got two V wings. <laughs> I have four, so I can put it on the table. There you go. I have four, I have four torrents. I think Matt has five. Does he? This is his favorite ship, so yeah, I have it oh I have a lot of this because my um, stepson gave me his collection and that was the faction he flew was Republic. So I literally could field anything I want in Republic right now. So, all right. Anyway, counters to this list. What do we have that counters this list? I, I guess we could say bombs. <laughs> we'll just put bombs. I think let's not even discuss that because that's um, whatever. You don't even have to run them close together in this list, though. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if they're necessarily as susceptible to bombs just because they can be a little more independent. And you can actually run this in two mini groups and then any um, to to go out as that flanker. So um, I, I don't know if bombs necessarily is good, but it is a potential um, it is a potential uh, um, counter to it. Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't know what would be a good counter to this. I mean, I probably beef and I think would probably be a good counter just to try to outlast the defensiveness. Another of this. one of those reinforced ship kind of situations. Yeah. Where this list lacks a lot of offense. Yeah. And you have barrage rockets, you have diamond boron, but you got to like set those up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
and then of course jamming lists as well lists that can go out and uh and jam away tokens to really reduce the effectiveness of the um the born for this ability uh really helps uh yeah, that's why you were yeah, exactly. That's what that kid is for, exactly. And somebody with Notorious just to uh, to take a Oh, yeah, Notorious would just ruin everything on this list. <laughs> um, no, actually, I would think a, a list that is better at objectives would probably beat this. Um, like, it has a lot of ships that can, you know, do objectives, but it's not, like, particularly great at, like, satellites. Or if you have, like, one large ship against two smaller ships on assault... You're just neutralizing points. I think just like a really good objective-based list could probably hang with this list pretty well. Yeah. All right. Other uh, than that, I have no idea. How you do. I mean, you just you can alpha it. You can alpha things off of it. That's that's basically it. You can like alpha click right off the board, or alpha kickback, or axe, or something. All right. The last swarm list we're going to cover, and I'm not covering Alex's stupid scum list. I don't care what he says. It's not a swarm <laughs> list. He's not getting that one covered this time. Um, he can release it on his own podcast um, at a later date. I don't want to put that filth in the world. Um, <laughs> so we are going to talk about resistance because resistance can now run six ships. I think actually they could technically run seven. You can run seven. If, if they Easy. want. Um, but we feel the six ship swarm list is better. And there is going to be a discussion about whether this fits into the salad category, which I think I think we could consider this a little bit of a dual list, though I feel this is a more swarmish list than a dual list, even with some of the different uh, objectives. But um, I would this, concede this is not really a swarm list. I think it is. I'm going but, to like, give there's you, swarmy elements about it. I'm going to give this a swarm stamp of approval from the guy that runs swarms all the time. Um, but essentially this is a Chewbacca and friends list is what, what I'm going to call it. Yeah. Chewbacca and friends list. And, and, and this is similar. Like I, if I remember right, what did Cena Zuski run five too with Chewbacca? You, you, weren't, you weren't able to run five before this. He always ran four. Was it really four? Yep. It was Finn Kaz and two Y wings with Chewbacca. Hmm. Cause that was his only loss at GT and that's what he flew. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I know. Well, he had a loss in a tie. So or there's that. <laughs> uh, but yes, so this is a Chewbacca list, which is kind of silly that you can put a Falcon in the Swarm list like this. But this has uh, Chewbacca with Ray, Contraband, Dead Man, Engine Upgrade, and the title. And as we discussed a long time ago in this podcast, you can Dead Man off Chewbacca. Chewbacca's ability happens first. You do an action to boost, which is acceptable under the Falcon title as long as you have two or less stress. And then just get in range one, then shoot them, and then explode. <laughs> which is hilarious to me. Uh, and then you can uh, Jarek is the one I chose. You can swap them out with an A-wing, another Y-wing, or Bucket if you wanted to. All these threes are kind of interchangeable. This I one like is Jarek just better. Yes. <laughs> this one's just more of a control piece here. Uh, yeah, marksmanship, mag pulse, overtuned, and targeting computer. It's just kind of decent on the engage with uh, you, you pop overtune, you go up there, take a lock, and you mag pulse someone, and then they get eaten up by the rest of the people. You got Merle with crack shot. I mean, that could be like elusive if you want it or know. however. It's good for crack shot. 
crack oh, I shot agree. is great on Merle. I have gotten all my crack shots off of Merle if he survived. It's great. <laughs> um, I, I'm actually a fan of uh, Ferrosphere Paint and uh, Starboard Slash on Merle. But, but yeah, yeah. Ferrosphere is very frustrating. Yeah. Especially if they have tracking fob, you just put it right in your face for pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right off. Uh, um, I have Shaza and Liga, the Y Wings. Uh, they both have ion turrets, engine, uh, and then targeting computers because I, wartime loadout's that's cool. You get two more health. But I like the versatility of having a boost into a calculator or a target lock calculate, and you got double ion control. Uh, Shaza is the one with the engine upgrade, targeting computer, ion. Liga just has marksmanship, uh, ion turret, a targeted computer, because you are two points off from running the same build. And uh, you got BBA with Han Solo targeting computer. A lot of targeting computers. There are four, four targeting computers in this list. Yeah. They all need it. And I think, I think, so I'm in the same boat, especially in this type of a list, where you kind of want your Y-Wings to be targeted, to be killed, like for, Chew for Chewie to kind of get his things off. I think you really, really don't want that extra health because people then, like, I'll be honest, like, when you look at those things, you go, eh, do I want to waste my time shooting at them or not? And this list, the idea behind this list is you have Chewbacca and then a baby swarm, right? And the idea is, is what are you going to shoot? Because if you go after Chewbacca, the rest of the list is just going to come after you. And Chewbacca is still going to do Chewbacca things no matter what what you want it to do, and it's going to take longer to get Chewbacca off the board. If you ignore Chewbacca, the next thing you know, Chewbacca is slooping, boosting, doing all sorts of stupid things that he shouldn't be doing. Um, he's got a free mod, and um, he doesn't care about Dead Man Switch because if you don't shoot him, what are those two points going to be? Who cares? It's inconsequential because you're not shooting him, and you kill everything else, and he just starts murdering you. So, I don't know. It's... Like it, it again. It, when we talk about this, this is a unfortunate side effect of what two point five has created in the swarm meta. Um, oh. and I, I don't <laughs> think you put two three points in there over Chewbacca. I, I really don't think you do. Mm -mm. I, I think you keep Chewbacca in there, and you just go. AMG made a mistake in the swarm category here. Um, fun fact, you can actually use Liga's ability pretty easily in this because oh, you yeah. uh, she gets rerolls on turrets for each calculating um, friendly ship in the attack arc or device, but you know, not really getting a device in this. So you can get it off BB-8 is always going to be calculating unless he's evading. Uh, you know, your other Y-Wing that can either boost, calculate, or target lock, calculate. And once a game... You know, you eager in there with it over to modulator calculate. You could get three rerolls in one round if you had to, which is kind of funny to me. Yeah. yeah. Counters to this list jamming. I think jamming affects this list quite a bit, actually, um, because then you're rolling native dice. You still have bad um, target priority, but I think jamming, especially, uh, can you imagine Nightfall in the, against this list? Yeah, Night, <clears throat> Nightfall would make a lot of these ships very sad ships. 
personally. Yeah, and I think high initiative Alpha Strike would uh, would do very well against this, particularly against a mm -hmm. Chewbacca. If you're able to uh, get a good volley of concentrated fire on Chewbacca, uh, Chewbacca can can explode. Uh, Chewbacca does get his revenge uh, before he goes out, but um, that's pretty much the big gun in the list. Um, and then you got to deal like with everybody else. There's yeah. not confusing targeting priority in this list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. Well, Chewbacca's right there. I'm going to kill him unless they serve me up the fireball for some reason. Yeah, exactly. And it's then, of course, fast. of course, bombs as well. Bombs would uh, would be good against this list. They don't really have to keep them together. I mean, the Y-Wings, you know, three bank boost. Just oh, like true. the olden days, right? Like, uh, there's nothing particularly keeping them together. That's true. That's true. I mean, they're all range two tethered to Chewbacca, right? But okay, let's still range two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, it is range three. Chewbacca is range three. Yeah, range you know, three. Yeah. Heroes. I forgot about Chewbacca crew was range two. That's what I'm. That's what I'm missing there. Okay. I think um, objective getters, especially higher initiative ones. I don't think this list is super great on objectives. I think it is great on assault, but it's not going to be, they're not going to be good crate carriers because they're all lower agility. Um, you're going to be able to shoot them and kill it. They're not going to be great at taking all the objectives unless they get blocks off. Like they have to focus on blocks then. Um, Cause you could just kind of like, I mean, I don't know. I could just shoot Django past a couple of ships, get a shot, take an objective, have a free mod. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, like Merle and BB-8 can block, but that's about it. Like, you're not, yeah, you're, you're not carrying grades with this list, and you're not yeah. really going for satellites with this list. No, so I think this list struggles with objective play, <clears throat> but we don't know how well it does in damage output. It might make up for some of that as a swarm. So you do have iron control. You do, which yep. is pretty nice. Well, that is our conclusion to the swarm piece of our list archetypes. And I don't know, have we done all the list archetypes yet? We've done, I don't know what we've done. Does, <laughs> does anybody I? remember? <laughs> I guess uh, uh, let I me look it up. I'll look it up. I'll just, I'll be the, I'll be the good host and I'll look. I think controls the only one we haven't done, but, uh, but yeah, we've done quite a bit of these. It's been good so far. Yeah, so I think I what I want to do is we're going to try to finish up this series as uh, uh, this month, right? So we can kind of move in to some of the other ones. We'll probably do a recap since we had a points change, right? So it looks like we've done beef uh, specifically. We've now done swarms. We haven't done salad. All right, so we haven't done salad yet. Is that the only one you think we haven't done? I think our Alpha Strike one's completely outdated. Yeah. Because <laughs> pretty much everything got their loadout slashed. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yep. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll look relook at Alpha Strikes again. Um again. So anyway, we're gonna come back and we'll do another list archetype segment next week. Um I will say I am going to a concert uh, Saturday night, so I will be prepping rather early. So we might not actually cover um, store champs next week unless JJ wants to volunteer or Alex wants to volunteer to populate the dock. Uh, just because I'm going to Detroit with a wife and a couple of other friends and it'll either we're going to spend the night in Detroit or it's going to be a very long night for me. One of the two. Concert. 
Uh, we're going to go see Counting Crows and Dashboard Confessional. So nice. Yeah, I remember 2005. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna, so, so little weird story. My wife and I, when we first started dating, oh, like, oh, my God, 14 years ago. I'm so old. Um, when we it's first started dating, one of the first concerts we went to, I had tickets to go see Counting Crows. And she likes them, and I like them. And I'm typically a metal, you know, uh, I'm more of a metal guy and a punk guy. But I do love the Counting Crows. I like Dave Matthews' band, too, by the way. Um, but I like the Counting yeah, Crows. One. <laughs> and um, so it's kind of, for us, it's kind of a nostalgia thing. And it's like we've gone together to see Counting Crows I don't know, probably like eight times together in 14 years. So we've seen them at least every two years or sometimes once a year, <laughs> a couple times, twice a year when we got lucky. But it was just one of those things. We got the tickets uh, before the diagnosis. So um, it was kind of like, hey, this is the anniversary type thing that we get to do together uh, because on our anniversary in july i'm i could possibly be on call that weekend because of go live so um this is kind of what we're doing instead of that so i'm fun and i will sing mr jones for you and all is glory. <laughs> uh, what venue is it at up uh, <clears throat> no it's at michigan amphitheater which i have oh, no idea where the hell that okay. is i don't even know what that is or where it is i've never been there so is it the, uh i'm sure it's probably the one at OU. Yeah, I don't so know. Nice I, knew. I I don't know. All I know is that it's not my. I've never been there. I don't think. And maybe I've been there before. It maybe it renamed. Who knows? It's not Pine Knob though, because if it was Pine Knob, at least like I know Pine Knob. I like Pine Knob. So if it's the one by OU in Rochester, my high school graduation was there, and there's a tornado that hit. Oh, <laughs> well, well, hopefully a tornado does wow. not hit next yeah, <laughs> Cut the power when they're announcing me. Wow. That's crazy. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We had an amazing time. If you have not checked out the YouTube channel, I in highly encourage you to check out the YouTube channel. I literally spent hours and hours and hours this week doing edits on the podcast, and we have officially taken the points um, changes <clears throat> for each of the different factions, and they have their own segment. I have all of them aligned. They all have a stupid intro from me that I did. Um, and if they all look this, all the intros look the same. So whatever. But I did, I did separate all of them so you could watch each of them individually. And what, what I'm really asking, and this is really what I'm asking. If you've already seen the episodes, and you don't care about the points. That's fine. If players ask you about different things, other friends of yours, online acquaintances in the discord, send them to our playlist and JJ will post the playlist in our discord here um, tonight, as well as in the chat here that to, to, that's huge because if people like that, when we do these things, maybe I'll spend a little bit more time and be a little bit more prompted and not wait. It took me all, like a month to edit. It was not super fun. Um, especially because we did all of them in one shot. We did all of them one shot, and I never planned on editing it. And then uh, Alex thought, hey, why not edit these? Because then people don't want to listen to you talk for three hours, you dumbass. And um, he's probably right. So we edited them, and now I just need people to view them so that you can give me feedback on whether this is beneficial uh, in the future in six months when we get new points or not. So 
With that being said, thank you. We will be back next week, Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 2100 Eastern, or 0100 UTC. Thank you. We love you. We'll see you on the flippity-flop. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody.